Buenos dias from Diamond Springs. This is the Rorschach Venezuela update from Thursday, 14th of October of 2021. A quick summary of what's going down in Venezuela. On 12th of October, Venezuela commemorated the Day of Indigenous Resistance, which, since 2002, has replaced what was traditionally known as the Day of the Race. On this occasion, people celebrate the diversity and cultural memory of the native ancestral peoples of Venezuela. Representatives of different tribes and indigenous ethnic groups paraded through the streets of Caracas in a celebration that included music and cultural events. On Tuesday, 5th of October, the Vinotinto Women's National Soccer Team issued a statement denouncing abuse, rape, and harassment of its members by ex-coach Kenneth Zerameta in a series of episodes that occurred between 2013 and 2017. Famous Venezuelan soccer player Dana Castellanos, current player of Atletico Madrid, posted on her Twitter account a statement accusing Kenneth Zerameta of physical, psychological, and sexual abuse and harassment. The coach rejected these accusations, but on October 8, prosecutor Tariq William Saab ordered an arrest warrant against him and William Pino, accused of complicity. The dean of the Central University of Venezuela, Cecilia Garcia Arocha, expressed her discontent about the forced entry and damages accused to the Aula Magna of the institution on Monday night. The unauthorized entry occurred due to a visit of Nicolas Maduro's vice president, Dalcy Rodriguez, in which a group of workers forced the lock of the Aula Magna for Rodriguez to enter. The dean indicated that the acts committed violate the university autonomy and demanded respect on the part of the presidential commission in charge of restructuring the UCB spaces. After this, Cesar Tropis, Minister of University Education, lashed out against the dean, accusing her of being shameless and negligent for her statement since the university is in a deplorable state under her direction. Dean Garcia Rocha has denounced multiple times the lack of maintenance budget granted by the government of Nicolas Maduro. On Saturday, 9th of October, an agreement was announced for Alex Saab's accommodation in Praia. Saab still has an extradition order from the U.S. government due to his alleged relationship in corruption crimes with the government of Nicolas Maduro. According to a source close to the government of the African country, Alex Saab's transfer to the city of Praia from Sal Island is for health reasons and was agreed by the ambassador's defense team and the national police of Cape Verde. There is still no exact date for Saab's transfer. On Friday, the 8th of October, two young men, a minor and an 18-year-old, who were caught red-handed robbing a store, were murdered in the town of Tibu, in Colombia's Norte de Santander. The victims were first arrested, and hours later, their bodies were found on a roadside with gunshots to the head, and the sign with the word robbers on it. The young men were allegedly Venezuelan, and Tariq William Saab ordered an investigation to obtain fingerprints and clarify what happened. In his statement, he highlighted that this was not an isolated event, as between 2015 and 2020, almost 2,000 Venezuelan migrants have been killed in Colombia, and around 800 are missing. Also, in the frontier, the reopening of the Simon Bolivar Bridge between Colombia and Venezuela has registered hundreds of people between the two countries in the few days it has been open. 
the crossing is still restricted and only students and medical cases are allowed, but many others still cross through irregular roads or trails. For his part, on Wednesday the 6th of October, President Nicolas Maduro called Colombian businessmen to resume their investments in Venezuela after authorizing on Monday the commercial opening of the border between the two countries, closed since 2015. In his daily broadcast, he pointed out that his government estimates the passage of at least 15 cargo trucks daily with products from Colombia to Venezuela. In other news, the recent leak of 11.9 million financial documents received and processed by the International Consortium of Investigative Journalists, which has been dubbed the Pandora Papers, brings new revelations about a corruption scheme involving former senior officials of Petroleos de Venezuela. The Panamanian law firm Aleman, Cordero, Gaindo, and Lee created and legalized at least 51 of the 78 briefcase companies that served as vehicles for the laundering of the $2 billion deposited in the Banca Privada d'Andorra. The Pandora Papers investigation leads to the conclusion that the dirty money channeled between Venezuela and Andorra was built in Panama. In addition, the leaked financial documents reveal the existence of 22 more briefcase companies linked to the Venezuelans involved in the corruption scheme. Of all those involved, only one has been arrested so far. It is Diego Salazar, who has been imprisoned in the Bolivarian Service of National Intelligence since 2017, following the fall from grace of Rafael Ramirez before the regime of Nicolas Maduro. Salazar received more than $55 million wired to his corporate bank account in the Banca Privada de Andorra for obtaining a contract for the China Machinery Engineering Corporation in PDVSA. Continuing with the news from economic and oil world, Sitgo's Simon Bolivar Foundation issued a statement expressing its rejection of the declarations made by Tariq al-Aissami. Chavista, Minister of Petroleum, in which he accused Juan Gaido and Mariela Poleo of the detour of the foundation resources. In his statements, Al-Assami assured that when Gaido appointed Mariela Poleo as president of the foundation, millions of dollars that were intended for the care of Venezuelan patients abroad were appropriated. In this regard, the foundation indicated that its work is transparent and can be consulted on its webpage. The most recent report of the investment bank Credit Suisse, corresponding to October, forecasts that by the end of 2021, the Venezuelan economy will not only break the trend of contraction that has been registered for seven consecutive years, but will also even register a rebound of 5.5%. This variation represents an improvement with the respect to its previous forecasts which at the beginning of the year were 3.1% and then at 4.5%. The report also forecasts that Venezuela's oil revenues will increase by 170% by the end of 2021. Currently, the price of a barrel of oil remains at around $80. Now, in COVID news, Venezuela maintains an infection rate of about 1,000 people per day. According to Alfred Yanez, Maduro's Minister of Communication, to date, the country has almost 400,000 infected cases, with 95% of people recovered. The COVAX mechanism of the World Health Organization 
has delivered to Venezuela 3,288,000 doses of vaccines against COVID-19, following the second batch of 2.5 million that the country received last week. A press release from the United Nations Organization details that the number corresponds to vaccines from Sinovac and Sinopharm laboratories, both from China. In addition, according to statements made by Maricela Bermudez, Vice President of Health in Venezuela, on Monday the 11th, almost 800,000 Sputnik vaccines arrived in the country to continue the immunization program for the Venezuelan population. She also announced that almost 50% of the country's population has been vaccinated. And the surprise of the week has been the photographs taken from a satellite by NASA revealing that Lake Maracaibo in the west of the country is suffocating with oil slicks and algae. Contamination from oil and crude oil leaks, in addition to excess nutrients, are the main reason why this iconic lake, once a source of a great abundance of fish and fossil fuels, is in imminent danger. In the photographs, Lake Maracaibo is seen in shades of green and gray that trace the flow of currents and eddies. The sources of these colors were algae, sediment outflows from rivers, and crude oil leaks. That's it for this week. Thanks for joining us. Subscribe to our show in your favorite podcast listening app to be updated weekly about the big stuff going down in Venezuela. Let us know your thoughts and ideas by emailing us at venezuela at rorschach.com or follow us on Instagram at Rorschach Venezuela and Twitter at Rorschach V. Hasta la próxima. Thank you.